What's going on, guys? Episode 5 of the Digital Chris uh, Retro Gaming Podcast. These podcasts are the audio form of my blog post. I normally do the podcast first, but for this episode, we're just going to go over my last blog post of my top 5 favorite Sega Genesis games. Now, if you remember one of my earlier episodes, I just did a recap of uh, my experience with the Sega Genesis, my early earliest memories, uh, games I liked, games I disliked, how I chose Sega over the SNES. So this one, we're just going to do a straight top five of my favorite games. These aren't the top five best. Uh, these aren't the top five hardest. Uh, these are just the ones that I owned or I played and had and uh, they were my favorite. So I think with the Sega Genesis, probably a system where I had the most amount of titles, the exception of uh, PS1, because at that time, you know, I, I was working uh, at a young age and I was able to you know, buy my own stuff. Uh, but Sega, you know, uh, with me and my brother, we put together a decent library. So we had a lot to choose from and had a couple of friends who had Sega over SNES. So there were trades. And uh, if you remember, that was the height of the blockbuster, you know, video game renting or, or any type of rental uh, program. Uh, that was the height of blockbuster. So um, I tried a lot of games that way, too. Uh, and, and I do mention that in the blog post. Uh, so, yeah, go, go to digital-chris.com to check out my blog post. They'll usually happen before the audio comes out. Uh, top five, uh, I wanted to start with a couple of honorable mentions. And uh, these titles didn't make the list. Uh, if it was a top ten list, definitely would have made it. Uh, but I think all of the Disney games, uh, and, and that's you know Aladdin, that's Lion King, those games were amazing. Graphics at the time was just like the movie was on, on the screen. Uh, Sega's version of Aladdin, uh, Aladdin and the enemies have swords uh, SNES they took that out for some reason so that was the only difference uh, of the games but I remember Aladdin being kind of easy game uh, and then it got difficult with the uh, magic carpet ride and the lava levels but that's towards the end of the game Lion King I think the only difficult part was the I just can't wait to be king level where you have to kind of rearrange the monkeys and they throw you around the level now, that's where I would get stuck but uh, once you beat that the stampede uh, level is also hard uh, and then when you grow up it's it's kind of a little bit easier but uh, again two amazing games two amazing Disney games that didn't make the list uh, another one uh, anything with animation did translate well into the Sega Genesis system so another two honorable mentions I have are Tiny Toons Adventures which is really a, a fun game uh, and then I don't know if you guys remember Ren and Stimpy uh, I remember me and my friend uh, would play and uh, on that level with the bike you know he would uh, pedal the bike and uh, I would jump because it was kind of like a time jumping level for a sports game uh, I'm gonna put NBA Jam as an honorable mention uh, it, it was really fun when you played against someone else played you know solo wasn't that fun but again a pick up and play uh, one of the top games on there so I had to throw that in honorable mention again if this was a top 10 list would definitely be on there uh, and then I put a fighting game I put Mortal Kombat uh, just because it was revolutionary at the time Sega Genesis if I am correct you didn't have to put in the blood code that was only for Super Nintendo so that was cool at the time uh, and then my last honorable mention as much as I love the Turtles uh, Hyperstone Heist one of my favorite Sega games uh, a little bit different than Turtles in Time I believe there were different levels and a different story um, you know, they didn't go back in time, but it was more sewer-based and the Turtles that you were used to. So a little bit different than Turtles 4, which was the direct arcade adaption of uh, Turtles in Time. So uh, a little bit of a different feel to it, but still amazing. 
And uh, I, I think that one plays a little bit different too. I don't think you could toss the foot soldiers into the screen. So uh, I have to go back and play Turtles in Time, but I believe Hyperstone Heist was a little bit different from a gameplay aspect. So here we are with the top five. Uh, again, might be some controversy in here. Uh, number five, I went with Jurassic Park. So, um, and I actually put in the blog post because I'm reading it right now that it was a controversial pick. Uh, the game has nothing to do with the movie. You know, you could choose to be either the raptor and eat people or be Dr. Grant and carry an arsenal of weapons that you've never seen in a video game or real life. And uh, one, you're like shocking uh, people with a huge bolt of lightning and uh, you go on a raft and you're, you're going down waterfalls. And uh, at the end, you actually fight the T-Rex and all I remember from it was just tossing like every smoke grenade I had and flashbangs and all this stuff. So uh, again, nothing to do with the movie except for like the characters. Uh, but a very weird game, and I always remember just like flying around with the Velociraptor and like pouncing on people and opening doors. So to me, it was a really cool game. Uh, I actually like the PlayStation version of Jurassic Park too. Uh, but uh, also a difficult game. But yeah, Jurassic Park, for me, number five in the list. All right, number four. Might not be a controversial pick. Uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. If anyone is a fan of the Moonwalker film, this was uh, a compliment to it. I believe it came out in the same time. Uh, the music was amazing. The level design was amazing. Uh, the special moves when you held down the spinning button. Awesome. Every level, the group of people, when you spun, did something different. And every level was based on a Michael Jackson song. So if you are a fan of his music, uh, again, terrible person, but if you are a fan of his music and the movie, it translates well into the video game. Uh, and I think they did a really good job of converting the music to uh, MIDI form, uh, if you're familiar with you know Tech Talk that way. Uh, also, uh, as a fun fact here, I could only play it in daylight because level 3 or 4 was the setting of Thriller. And that was my early um, beginning of zombies and fear of that and I, I love zombies now but the thriller music video terrified me and the level was also scary and I remember you know putting the lights on or running upstairs and just playing that until I got to the thrill level and then I was scared and I turned it off so uh, that's always going to hold a special place in my heart. Number three, Toe Jam and Earl. One of the weirdest video games ever made and has yet to be duplicated. The sequel to Toe Jam and Earl, which is Panic on Funkatron, had nothing to do with the first one. You know, it was a side-scroller, it was a platformer. Uh, this one was just weird, looking for parts, going in elevators, throwing tomatoes. Very weird, opening presents, randomization. Uh, another pick-up-and-play, you know, mindless game, uh, which is fun. You know, two players is fun, too. When you split up, it got kind of confusing with the split screen, and you couldn't really see anything. Because uh, back then the TVs were so small. But still, uh, again, exploration is in there. Finding things, finding new things. Really fun game to me. One of the favorites. I had the Toe Jam and Earl poster in my bedroom. Uh, that actually came with the system, I believe. But yeah, I mean, Toe Jam and Earl is fun. I hope they come out with something like that in next gen because uh, we need something like that. I believe there was a PS3 game, but it was kind of stupid. Uh, but yeah, Toe Jam and Earl one of the better games and one of my favorite games too number two this one topped the list of my favorite sport games of all time nhl 94 very close second to what i would uh, list as number one if you go back and look at the rosters in the 94 season obviously it was the season that the rangers won the cup 
but every team was like an all-star team. I was always the Canadians. Patrick Waugh was the goalie at the time. You had Eric Desjardins, uh, Vincent Dampus. They were insane. The Chicago Blackhawks had Chris Chelios. Uh, you had the Quebec Nordiques. All of these teams. I mean, you had all Hall of Famers. Uh, even the Penguins, too, with Mario Lemieux, Yamir Yager. Um, the Kings with Gretzky. So uh, another pickup and play. There's only two buttons there. Uh, again, amazing. Uh, even the next gen, I always want to switch the controls to NHL 94 controls because it was so simple. It was pass and, you know, shoot, basically. And, and one-timer, I believe it was the first year with the one-timer. I don't know if that was 94 or 95, but, yeah, uh, again, uh, who cares about the graphics? You know, I prefer that over what they're doing today, especially with the controls. So easy to use. I want to start an NHL 94 league, basically, for anyone and, and see if we could do that online play. But, again, amazing game. One of the best sports games ever made and still holds up till today. Uh, and now, before number one, uh, I just want to throw in another kind of um, honorable mention that I forgot, Echo the Dolphin. Really fun game. Uh, again, hasn't been duplicated in next-gen or a anything recent. Uh, but pretty cool to you know, swim around at high speed, use the sonar. Gets kind of weird when you teleport into that different world and you fight the boss. and you know. But I remember getting abilities from crystals and talking to whales and all that crap. Very weird game, uh, but it does make an honorable mention. So let's get into number one. All right, number one is Sonic 3 with the Sonic & Knuckles attachment. So Sonic 3 & Knuckles. I actually have been playing this on Steam, if you guys want to follow me on Twitch. It's slash Toosboy with a zero. I love the save feature of Sonic 3, or is it Sonic & Knuckles was the save feature, but allowing that hypersonic and supersonic uh, because it was a lot easier to get the supersonic. That was the one where you click the blue balls, they turn into red, and then they disappear. That was the easy part. And then getting hypersonic, uh, I remember getting it in like the third world, uh, having supersonic uh, by that time. But today, still gets me nauseous, still very hard to do, especially with that slight delay on either a gaming system or TVs uh, of today. But playing as Knuckles was amazing, and Sonic uh, himself, uh, Sonic and Tails, they're always going to have that getting hit and falling back and losing your rings and falling into rings. Uh, they call it the Castlevania kickback or Castlevania pushback, uh, where you like get pushed into rings. And the only thing I hate about Sonic games is the getting squashed or you know suffocating or having the spikes fall on you to you know push you against the wall and you die. Uh, that. I lose my mind over to this day, and even last night I was playing, I, I get so pissed because it's so stupid. Another point is this doesn't really see the light of day. It, it, Sonic 3 and Knuckles wasn't on the PS4 version of the Sega Classics release, and, and I, there's a big rumor that's because that Michael Jackson um, wrote some of the ideas and progressions and the music in Sonic 3, so I don't believe that as a real reason because Sonic 3 and Knuckles is on the Steam version. It just didn't make it to Xbox and Xbox 360. Um, not Xbox 360, uh, Xbox One and PS4. So uh, that came out this year and it's not on there, but it's weird that it's on Steam. Uh, but I did, you know, watch YouTube videos about the Michael Jackson and, and the music there and Sonic 3 and all of that. It's just a shame that it didn't make it into the latest, latest release. I would have loved playing that in the comfort of PS4. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my uh, top five. I want to hear what your guys' top five are. Uh, my dog's starting to snore and sleep, so um, 
if you could hear him. That's pretty funny. And yeah, I want to hear what you guys' top three are. I know it's controversial pick top five. I want to hear what you guys' top five are. Um, there's controversial picks here. Everyone had their own set of games. Everyone owned different games or played different games or traded different games. So uh, everyone's going to have a different top five. So let me know what you guys think. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, if you do like this podcast, give it a thumbs up or subscribe to it. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next one.